thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. Guys, I want to I say a, a massive welcome to you. I know Andy's already done that. My name's Leon. Um, I'm the, the lead pastor here at Life Central. And hey, if you are connecting with any of our, from any of our locations or, or overseas, or, or if you've tuned in today uh, from UCB, you are really welcome. UCB is such an amazing organisation, bringing uh, good news and truth and great songs and great content into homes all across this country. And that's amazing. And, and guys, if, if you've tuned in uh, right now, and maybe you're not a, a churchgoer and you don't normally do church, you are really, really welcome. We hope that this is going to be helpful to you. You know, we're thinking today about singing. You know, why Why are we so, we, we love singing. I mean, whether you want to admit it or not, many of us do. We, we're singing the shower, we sing in the car. Have you ever been in that in, in your car and you've pulled up to traffic lights and you've, and you've seen someone else in the car next to you and they're singing at the top of their voice and that little awkward mitt when your, your eyes catch each other. You know, we sing at karaoke, we, we sing at football matches, we sing at anniversaries and birthdays and Christmas. And of course, we, we sing in church as well. And we're going to look at two questions today. Why do we sing and when is singing more than a song? But before we do that, I want to tell you an old story. This is an old preacher story. It's really old, but I love it, okay? And if you're not a church person, you're going to listen to this story and think you're a little bit weird, you Christians. Well, we may be a little bit unusual, but we're not all like this, okay? We, we, what the story I'm going to share with you. But this is a story um, about church feuds. And church feuds can happen. And, and when the choir fall out with the pastor, you'd better look out because things can happen when that happens. So one week our preacher preached on commitment and how we should dedicate ourselves to service. The director then led the choir in singing the song, I Shall Not Be Moved. The next week, the, Sunday, uh, the preacher preached on giving and how we should gladly give to the work of the Lord. The choir director then led the song, Jesus Paid It All. The next week, the preacher was going to preach on gossip and how we should watch our tongues. The hymn chosen was, I love to tell the story. The very next week, the preacher became disgusted over the situation. And the next Sunday, he told the congregation that he was considering resigning. The choir sang the song, Why Not Tonight? The following week, the preacher resigned and he told the church and he said this, Jesus has led him here and Jesus is leading him away. To which the choir got up and sang the song, what a friend we have in Jesus. Now, it's, it's a bit of fun, and, and, but you know, we at this church, we don't have a choir. But what we do have is we have a bunch of singers and musicians who love being on the stage and they love singing and they love leading you guys in worship. And they can't do that right now because of the coronavirus. So what they'd love to do is from their homes, they'd love to bring you something today. And it's not just them singing, it's also communicating a really important message that when we sing, we realise that actually we will never walk alone. Check it out. When you walk through the storm, hold your head up high.
and the sweet silver song of love. sat in your living room going like that, especially if you were a supporter of a certain football team. And wouldn't it be tragic if that football team didn't win the Premier League this season? I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will, all you Liverpool supporters. But you know, I want to ask this question this morning. Why do we sing? Why do we sing? I think we're created in the image of God and God has put something inside all of us. So whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, we're created with that that image of God and there's something inside of us that wants to sing. I think we sing because life is great. You know, the psalmist David, he, he wrote this in Psalm 71 verse 23. I will shout and sing your praises for all you are to me, saviour, lover of my soul. Sometimes the sun is out and life is great and we just kind of feel like we want to sing. But we also sing because we need to identify. You know, that, that's why those songs that a football team takes up, there's like a, almost like a tribal identity around a certain song. And you know, different cultures around the world have, have music and, and music and lyrics come together. And there's that cultural identity. And certainly at times like this that we're going through as a planet, you know, it's so important that, that music and song can actually bring us together and that sense of cultural identity. You know, I, I um, have a, a massive heart for the Balkan countries and uh, went to Bulgaria in 1990 and, and we as a church have uh, relationships still in Bulgaria and we have a church in Albania. Uh, we have friends in Kosovo and Macedonia and uh, Montenegro and all around that part of the world. And, and you know, I remember being at a conference some years ago and there were a, a group of British uh, young people that I was with and then there was a whole bunch of Bulgarians and Albanians and Romanians and um, the music started and it was the Balkan 
music. And as soon as that music started, literally everyone in the tent, apart from the Brits, just went crazy. There was something about cultural identification that, that, that was deeper than just the music and just the lyrics and just the rhythm. I remember being out in India with a team and we were in this little village church and, and, and I'm a musician, okay, by background. I'm a piano player, a keyboard player and, and, and I was listening to this music and in my ears, it was, I have to say, I'm sorry, it was horrendous. It was so different for me and the little kids were bashing away on drums and two guys were shouting down microphones and then the, the pastor was leading the worship from the keyboard but he wasn't using his fingers. He was using his arms and he was literally bashing out in, in the time of, of the rhythm and it, was, it, it, and it lasted 45 minutes. And I stood there thinking, oh Lord, and silently I prayed, Jesus, please come now or take me or do something. But you know, something happened as I watched the bunch of people there and, and, and as the music started, more and more people came. And then I was amazed because they were lifting their hands and they were worshipping God. And there was tears rolling down their cheeks. And I felt God say to me, Leon, I'm not hearing what you're hearing. I'm not hearing what you're hearing. You see, what, he, what God's hearing is what's coming out of our heart even the sound of the music and the songs in our voice. And, and I want to say to you, I'm going to encourage you to sing. And you might think, well, I haven't got a great voice. Hey, God's not listening to that. He's listening to what's on the inside. And singing does something because we need to identify. We also sing because it's a great way to learn. How many of you remember this? Heads and shoulders. Go on. Heads and shoulders. That's right. Knees and toes. And we remember through learning. We remember our learning through songs, often great truths about life and faith and God. We also sing because we need to put great words on our lips. The prophet Isaiah said, and it was a time of national crisis when the king had died and, uh, and he was in the temple and he had this vision of God. And he said, listen, and he said to God, I'm a man of unclean lips and I live among the people of unclean lips. It's almost like we need to put great words on our lips these days. And the early church leaders that often called church fathers and mothers, they, they, had, a, they had a phrase for songs. They said a great song is like a cathedral. You, could, you can go into a cathedral time and time again and see different things. That's a great song is like that. Remember some years ago, uh, me and a bunch of friends, other leaders, we were on retreat and, uh, and we were, we were, there was a piano in the retreat center and late one night I started playing uh, and one of the guys got a guitar out and... Um, always do that when you do guitar, don't you? And, and, and we, would, we were doing some songs, some old songs that were songs like this. If, if, you're, if you've been a Christian a while, Jesus, we celebrate your victory. Remember that? Rejoice, rejoice, Christ is in you. And then we went back uh, even before that to as the deer pants for the water and Jesus, we enthrone you. And, and it was a little bit of fun at first. Then I realized that in the room, something was happening. And some of the guys were on their knees, some had their hands in the air, some had tears rolling down their cheeks as we were remembering what God had done in our lives through that great song that we were now singing. We also sing because we need to see a different perspective. And guys, in this season that we're in as a nation and as a world, we also need to see a different perspective. And it's challenging right now. And what we're going through right now and, and every week feels like it's, it's, it's a month, you know. And, and if we're in this for 12, 13, 14, 16 weeks, it'll feel like forever. But it's not. It's not. And we need to see a different perspective. And songs give us that. Several years ago, I, um, me and some of the leaders in our church, we went to a hospital to visit an older lady um, who was dying. She was towards the end of her life and uh, she was a fantastic woman. Her name was Iris and, and her and her husband were, were real pillars of this church, helped start the church 40 years ago. And, and she was a great larger than life character who loved to sing. 
But here she was in her bed and she was towards the end of her life and, and she, her eyes were closed. She was asleep and we gathered around her bed and we thought, Iris loved to sing. Let's sing quietly over her right now. And so we sang quietly over Iris and then her eyes opened up and, and she said this, if you're going to sing, you better really sing. And so we lifted our voices and sang incredible songs of truth. And a few days later, Iris uh, passed away and went to be with Jesus, where I, I believe she's singing for all of eternity. You see, that's some of the reasons why we sing. But, but you know, sometimes you actually can lose your song. Uh, and maybe right out there, you know, as you're tuning in today, you've lost your song and, and, and that, that can happen to you or it happened to any of us. In fact, in the Bible, last week, uh, if you tuned in last week, we were looking at the story of three guys that were in the fire in Babylon. Uh, and what had happened there, just to give you a bit of context, is that the people of God had been taken out of Jerusalem, where they wanted to be, and placed in another lockdown situation, not of their choosing, where they didn't want to be. And in Babylon, um, the Bible says that the guys lost their song. In fact, in fact, in the 70s, a famous band called Boney M uh, made a hit of this song. Some of you will remember it. Some of you haven't got a clue. Shall we? By the rivers of Babylon in your rooms where we... Okay, we'll stop there. That's enough. That's enough. But actually, it's taken straight out of the Bible. In Psalm 137, verse 1 to 4, it says this. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. In other words, when we remembered home when we remembered what it used to be like, when we remembered where we want to be right now, there on the poplars, there on the trees, we hung our harps. For there our captors asked us for songs. Our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, sing us one of your songs. How can we sing the songs of the Lord while we're in a foreign land? They lost their song. How can we sing our songs while we are in lockdown? How can we sing our songs while we are not where we want to be? How can we sing our songs when, when, when maybe members of our family are struggling right now, either physically or financially or, or, or mentally or emotionally? How can we sing songs when we can't even go out the house? That, that's kind of what they were singing. And that leads me on to the second question that I want us to look at. When is singing more than a song. You see, that, that football team song that you heard earlier on, You'll Never Walk Alone, my team, okay, we have a song as well. And our song tends to go like this, you only sing when you're winning. And we sing that song because usually we're losing. But you know, singing is easy when you're winning. When is singing more than a song? I believe the answer to that is this, when you sing in the middle. When you sing in the middle of the game, when you sing in the middle of the storm, when you sing in the middle of the mystery, when you sing in the middle of the lockdown, when you sing in the middle of the pandemic, you don't know how it's all gonna work out. You don't know the end, but you sing in the middle. That's when singing is more than a song. And for the next few minutes, I wanna take you through this idea. When singing is more than a song. And maybe you're not yet a follower of Jesus, but this is so true for you as well. And you can be, you can become that today. But you know, if you are a follower of Jesus, it's so important in this season when we can't gather together physically that actually, you know, God has given us incredible gifts and resources like UCB and like Spotify and other things that we can get great music into our ears and into our spirit and through that, release a great song to God. Let me give you four scenarios today. Number one, when there's anticipation, that's when singing is more than a song. When we're uncertain of the future, 
We don't know what's around the corner. We don't know what's happening next. This is Easter week, and we're going to track. We're going to help you track through Easter week. But you know, on, on the Thursday after they'd had that last supper together, it says in Matthew 26, verse 30, when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Now, Jesus and the disciples knew that something bad was going to happen. They knew there was anticipation. And for Jesus, he knew there was going to be betrayal. There was going to be death. There was going to be incredible pain. And the Bible says, when they were in the middle, not at the end, when they were in the middle, they sang a hymn. I don't know what they sang. But they sang a hymn and it put something into them and they went out and faced their future. What about you? Maybe you're in the middle of something right now. Maybe for you and your family, you're in the middle of something. And you know, we don't know what the future holds, but we do know who holds the future so we can sing. You can sing in the middle of anticipation. Number two, when there's isolation, when there's isolation, this is so current right now, isn't it? But look, look, look at this little story in, in Acts 16. And if you're on the church online program, you can connect into the Bible there. Acts 16, 25 and 26. Here's two guys called Paul and Silas, two early church leaders. And they're in the middle of their story and they're in the middle of isolation. Listen, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God in the middle. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Can I just pause for a moment? Guys, if you're a follower of Jesus, if you're connected to God in any way and you're part of a church, maybe that, you know, the rest of the world are going to be watching and listening to us in this season. That doesn't mean that we don't have fear. Doesn't mean that we don't feel overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed often at the moment. Doesn't mean that we don't get anxious from time to time. But what it does mean is that even in the middle, and we're the same as everyone else, we're going through the same thing together. In the middle of our isolation, we can sing. We can sing because God is good and God is with us right in the middle. And that's what these guys did. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once all the prison doors flew open and everybody's chains came off. Imagine that. Could you and I connect with God so much in the middle of this isolation that not only do we find freedom, but maybe other people around us could find freedom to. Maybe your family that don't know Jesus, maybe your neighbours, maybe your work colleagues, that the way that they see you singing in the middle, the way they see you trusting in the middle, the way they see you depending on Jesus in the middle, maybe that not only brings freedom for you, but it brings freedom for them as well. Could our singing bring freedom to others? You know, we're all in the middle of this coronavirus epidemic. And you know, I, 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 when I, I get inspired by stories uh, so much, and I heard a story years ago about a Chinese pastor at the height of when um, uh, the Chinese regime was, was oppressing Christianity and the church. And this Chinese pastor had been put in a prison camp and he was given the worst job on the whole prison camp which is to every day go out to the field at the edge of the camp where all the human waste gathered. And he was there up to his knees in this human waste and he would clean it out, uh, ready for the next lot to come in. Uh, and he loved it so much. Uh, he spoke later on and wrote books and, and, and gave testimony to this. He loved it so much. The reason he loved it, he said, was because none of the guards would go anywhere near me because I stank so much. You know, this is what he used to do. When he was in the middle of that field, all on his own, in isolation, right in the middle, he said, I loved it so much because that's where I met with Jesus. That's where I prayed. And that's where I sang. 
And one of his favourite songs was an old hymn that probably many of you or most of you might not even know. But, but, but bear in mind, this was his favourite hymn, which he sang in the middle of that field full of human waste. This is the hymn. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. To me, that's powerful. That's when singing is more than a song. When you're in the middle of your lockdown, when you're in the middle of your isolation, when you're in the middle of that horrendous situation, you sing because singing is way, way, way more than just songs. So what about you? Could you sing when you don't feel like it? Could you sing when it doesn't seem logical? Could you sing when it doesn't feel like you're winning? Could you sing in the middle of isolation? Here's the third area. What about when there's stagnation? When there's stagnation? Let me read a few verses from an Old Testament prophet called Isaiah. And I'll say a few things about this. It's from Isaiah 54 and it's verse 1 to 3. And it says this, Sing, O childless woman. Now, now the word childless is often in older translations called barren. We don't use that word barren now, but, but that's the concept um, that we need to think about. You who have never given birth, break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labour, for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home and spare no expense. For you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Let me give you a little bit of context. Barrenness, when you could not have children, was a, was, is a tragic situation. I know for maybe many of you who are tuning in right now or listening, you know, you're in that situation. My heart goes out to you. It's an incredibly painful and tragic situation. But in Israel, if you were a woman and you couldn't have kids, it wasn't just a tragedy, it was a disgrace. Because barrenness was a sign of unfruitfulness. And these words were spoken to Israel and it's around their, their kind of spiritual um, unfruitfulness. But there's something really powerful here because in the Jewish culture, when you gave birth to a baby, when a baby was born, that was a sign of fruitfulness. That's when the singing would start. That's when the celebrations would begin. That's when the family would come alive with celebrations. Let me just pause and be a bit honest and vulnerable and personal with you today. Um, as some of you know, you've tuned in. This last three weeks that we've been in lockdown has been real challenging for us. Three weeks ago on Tuesday, we had the mother of my, uh, the, the funeral of my of my mother, and um, that was at the start of the whole lockdown period. Um, and then just just a week ago, a week ago, our eldest son and his wife uh, gave birth to their first child, our first granddaughter, Talitha, and we're over over the moon with that. But they live in the next street to us, and unfortunately, because of the situation, we can't see them right now. And so all we can do is to, is to look at her through the window of their, of their front room or, or look at photographs on the screen. And so we desperately want to sing and celebrate and, and do all that. And right now it feels like we can't, although in one ways we can and we are and we're so grateful to God for that. So I know a little bit about that whole joy that comes and then feels like it's clamped down. But, but you know, in this situation, when you, couldn't, when you couldn't have kids, it was like, there's no way there's going to be a song. There's no way we're going to sing. We're not going to sing in the middle. We'll sing when the kid comes. We'll sing when, when the birth comes. 
But God says, no, no, you sing in the middle of your barrenness. It's not over till the barren woman sings. You sing. And you see, God, God doesn't say pray in your unfruitfulness or your stagnation. And prayer is really important. God says, sing. But I'm barren. I'm unfruitful. You know, I, I'm in lockdown. I'm stagnating. There's nothing to sing about. Oh, yes, there is. You see, God sees you from completion, not just as you are right now. So you can sing whatever you're in the middle of. Singing doesn't necessarily change the situation, but it changes you in the situation and it gives God something to work with. When we sing, we take control over what we can take control over, which is our inner world. Guys, there's so much we can't control right now. And I know as a leader, that's so challenging, so overwhelming at times. But when I sing, I can take control and I can allow God to take control over what's on the inside, regardless of what's happening on the outside. And then the word doesn't just say sing, it says shout, make your song loud and joyful. You know, God's not deaf, but sometimes we need to shout. I remember several years ago, um, 10 years ago or so, my, my father had just passed away and my, my other son, my youngest son, Simeon, who has complex special needs, he's in residential care right now. He went into a major meltdown after my, after my father had died and ended up with him having to go into care. It was incredibly traumatic, six or nine months for us. But right in the middle of that, I remember being in a conference with 13,500 other leaders uh, in America and there was a song uh, that we were singing and I remember not just singing the song but I remember almost shouting through the song. Not because God's death but because something needed to break inside of me. And when you sing in the middle of stagnation, something breaks. When you sing in the middle of grief, something breaks. When you sing in the middle of isolation, something will break. I heard this amazing phrase from a uh, quote from Mark Batterson. He said, don't let what's wrong with you keep you from worshipping what's right with God. Let, let me rephrase that and put my own word in. Don't let, what, don't let what's wrong with the world right now keep you from worshipping what's right with God. And maybe sometimes we don't just need to sing, but maybe we need to shout. And, th and, then, and then the word comes to, 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 to in Isaiah, don't just sing, don't just shout, but stretch because I'm going to birth something. I am birthing something new in your life right now. And you know, my son and his daughter and daughter-in-law, they know that they've had to, you know, to, to adapt as the new baby has come along. And many of us know that experience. And it's true for us in the natural and it's true in the spiritual as well. And guys, it's true for us as individuals. God is birthing something. And I believe even through this incredibly difficult time, I think God is doing something through it. I don't think he's caused it. I know he hasn't caused it, but I know that he's doing something in it and through it. And we need to prepare for that. And we need to sing when we're in the middle, not just when we get to the end. So what about you? Are you in the middle? Maybe you're in the middle of anticipation. Maybe you're in the middle of, of isolation. Maybe you're in the middle of stagnation. I want to encourage you guys, sing. Sing. That's when singing is more than a song. And I want to encourage you, at Life Central, we put out regular Spotify playlists. Every uh, day we put out devotions. I know UCB has got so many amazing resources. And you can, you can get songs into your room, into your car, into your earphones. And then as they come in, I want to encourage you, don't just listen to them, but begin to sing. Begin to sing. God will do something on the inside when you sing in the middle. Just finally, there's a fourth thing I want to just share. I think when singing is more than a song is when there's celebration. I don't know what you're going to do when all this is over, 
okay, when we are out of lockdown and when we can go out again and when you can go to football matches or coffee shops or whatever. You know, one of the things, I know that not everyone's like this, but I'm a little bit of an extrovert. Uh, I'm a bit of a hugger. Uh, and one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to hug everybody, whether they know me or not, okay? That might get me into trouble, but that's one of the things that I'm going to do. But do you know what? When there's celebration, singing is more than a song. When you've come out of something, singing is more than a song. And, um, you know, today is um, Palm Sunday, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But, you know, one of the things that inspires me is, is when I hear people singing, and it's more than a song, there's something deeper at work beneath that. And, and you know, just a, a few years ago, or a few months ago even, at the end of the Ebola outbreak in, in Africa, some medics came together. And I want to show you just a short clip. I'm going to just say before I show you this, don't we love our medics? Don't we love our health and social care workers? And guys, if you are that, if you are on the front line, we are with you and we are supporting you in whatever way we can. In fact, we've launched something called Under Pressure Together. It's on our website. You can connect in on that where we want to send resources and encouragement, try and connect people who are on the front line, not only in the middle, but they're on the front line in the middle. But there will come a day when this will be over. And it did for the guys and girls in Africa. And this is how they celebrated the end of Ebola. Take a look. I just love that. And you know, today is Palm Sunday when, when as Jesus and his disciples rode into Jerusalem, there was great celebration and great singing. Um, but, and we want to help you this week to track through the Easter week. And every day there's going to be a devotional which will link to a song every morning. Then Good Friday at 6.30, we want to have a, a short worship and communion uh, service into your home from ours. And, and then on Sunday, next Sunday, Easter Sunday, we are going to celebrate when lockdown is over. That's what we're looking at next Sunday. But you know, on Palm Sunday, there's more going on than you think. In fact, Luke 19, let me read from the message translation, just a couple of verses, 37 and 38. Right at the crest where Mount Olives begins his descent, the whole crowd of disciples burst into enthusiastic praise over all the mighty works they'd witnessed. Blessed is he who comes, the King in God's name. And listen to this phrase, all's well in heaven. All's well in heaven, glory in the high places. Guys, I want you to know, right in the middle of this epidemic, right in the middle of this incredibly painful, difficult time, I want you to know, all is well in heaven. And because of Easter, we can sing. Because of Easter, we can celebrate. Because of Easter, we can be joyful and we can have hope this week. All's well in heaven. We can sing because you and I will never ever walk alone. We can sing because we can sing when we're winning and when we feel like we're not. We can sing when we're in the middle, not just when we get to the end. And so I want to pray for you today. Maybe you're someone who doesn't know Jesus. Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus right now. I want you to know, not only can we sing to God, but God actually sings over us. The Bible says in the book of Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17, that the Lord your God is mighty to say, He is with you and He will rejoice over you with singing. And when you've heard God's song over you, it creates a song in you back to Him. And maybe you've never had that. 
Maybe you think you're just on your own and you think if there is a God out there, however could He possibly want to know me? Well, I want you to know He does. He does. He wants to know you so much. He loves you so much that He sent His only Son to live and to die for you so you could have a relationship with Him. So you could sing His song in the middle and so you could hear His song over you in the middle of whatever you're going through. And in a moment, I'm going to pray for you. But maybe there's some of you out there, I guess many of you, and you are a believer. You, you know Jesus, you follow Jesus, but maybe you've lost your song. Maybe like those guys, you've hung your harp on the willow, you hung your song on the tree. You think, how can I sing when I'm in lockdown? I'll sing when it's over. No, no, no. I'm going to pray that God will give you the, your song back right in the middle. Right in the middle of your anticipation, right in the middle of your isolation or your stagnation. So, I want to say, right now I'm going to pray. And if you want to give your life to Jesus right now, you can do it online. If you're on our online platform, there's going to be a little icon come up with a hand. And if that's you and you want to give your life to Jesus and you want to hear His song of love over you, then you just respond to that. Someone will invite you to have a little prayer with them. You go in a little prayer, private chat room. Maybe you're a believer today and, and you want prayer. Maybe you've lost your song. Invite, ask one of our online pastors to pray for you right now that God would give you your song back. So whoever you are, I want to invite you to respond as I pray in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Jesus, I want to thank you so much for the gift of song, for the gift of singing, for the gift of music. God, we're seeing it all around the world, but God, there's something incredibly powerful when we sing your songs in the middle of whatever we're in. And right now, Jesus, I wanna pray for anybody who is watching or listening and they don't know you. God, I pray right now, I pray that they would respond to your invitation, that your invitation, Lord Jesus, and as that little hand comes up on their screen, God, would they click yes, I pray. And Jesus, I pray then that you would give them that song within them, that they would know that all's well in heaven and actually all's well in their life right now, even in the middle of whatever they're in. And Jesus, I pray that they would respond to you right now. So if that's you, you just respond. You give your life to Jesus. Someone would love to pray for you. And Lord, I pray for all of us today, wherever we're listening to this, wherever we're watching it, whatever country or situation we're in, whatever room we're in, maybe some of us are right on our own. Maybe some of us have got a full living room right now. God, however, and whatever our situation is, God, may we know that we can sing in the middle. We can sing in the middle. And so Lord, I pray that you would give us back that song in Jesus' name, amen. Guys, we are going to sing a final song together, okay? And this is a song that, that perfectly lands what we want to say today. This is a song that says, I'm going to sing in the middle of the storm. I'm going to sing in the middle of the mystery. I'm going to sing in the middle of the darkness, in the middle of the lockdown, in the middle of the pandemic. I'm going to sing in the middle. And I know that all around the world, there are people who in lots of situations, and can I say, however bad it is for us, and it is bad for us right now, there are some countries, there are some nations, there are some communities, it's a lot worse than it is for us. Where to be locked down, they're literally living you know, in incredibly poor and awful situations and our hearts go out to those guys. But they will be singing as well. 
in the middle of slums, in the middle of poverty, in the middle of prison, in the middle of all kinds of situations, they will be raising a hallelujah like we are today. Hey guys, I wanna encourage you. I wanna invite you right now to stand in your living room. I know that's a bit awkward, but maybe you do wanna, whether you stand or whether you sit, let's lift our voices and let's together raise a hallelujah.